0: I'm not all busy, though. Stay a while. Stay whatever. This is The Boop Show 145 for July 30th, 2017. Hello. Yes, <laughs> Welcome back after two long family reunions. Honestly, the Boop Show was the only thing I could really fit in between these two nightmares. Plus (laughs) a couple of TMS shows. But I'm back. No more family reunions. It's just weddings from here on out. And uh, those will come and go, and it's fine. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Dunaway. Hello. Oh, hi. How are you, Scott? You know, it's fine. I took my Switch everywhere I went on these trips and uh, played a little, you know. You mean your Switchblade? Yeah, a little Switchblade. Got a little I cut I cut a fool. Uh I cut a fool. <laughs> No, I didn't cut a fool. I played I played a bunch of games. Well, I played a couple of games. Do you want to know Wait. which games I played on the road cuz that's I played at a hotel, if you want the truth. Right, uh, right. So this wasn't
1: the hotel game where you try to figure out if the sheets are nasty.
0: This no, is a game no, no, for no, the no. Switch. No Blacklight. Uh Right. Uh, options this this time, although oh, I would never do that. I never want to know what, what's in my hotel room? <laughs> uh, do they
1: make like a like a a travel body condom you could wear? Like they should, I'd totally
0: buy that. I would. Going going on a trip, buy the body condom. Yeah, just sleep in that damn thing. That's what I'd do. Yeah, I like got like a big, uh like a, you know, it's like a uh, a nice the uh, sleeping bag is all that would be
1: right. Yeah, just a nice sleeping bag. Yeah, but I would want to call it a condom because
0: otherwise, yeah, yeah. You know, the whole idea yeah. is to is to save you from whatever else is in those nasty sheets. I mean, we stayed in this, like, nice hotel, nice, like, um, you know, resort kind of place. And that was cool. And so it was probably fine. But they have, like, full-blown kitchens in there and fridge, a fridge and dishwasher and all this stuff in each of these rooms. And all I could think about was, I don't know what – I don't want to know what people cook in here. I don't want to know anything <laughs> about what they did when that bed was unmade. I don't want to know anything about that bathroom. I just want to get in here and get out and go to town. Every-
1: Every time I get a room in the fridge, I always end up getting something and leaving it in the fridge. <laughs> I can't put it I can't put it in the trash because yep, yep. I can't do it. We did that That's too. We thing.
0: left a carton of uh barely touched almond milk in the fridge. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Have
1: you ever discovered something when you came into a hotel room in the fridge? Oh, like all just, the time.
0: Sure. Yeah. Hmm. In fact, this one had uh a, a thing of baking soda, which you know, maybe always there. I don't know. But right. then and, a, fri- and free pickles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one had like a Slim Jim in a drawer. <laughs> How weird is that? Just a Slim Jim laying there. How hungry would you have to be to eat uh, a free Slim Jim? For in me to drawer? snap into a free leftover sn- Slim Jim, probably pretty yeah. freaking hungry. End All of right. end times, end of world stuff would have to be going on for me to be doing that. <laughs> so we left. We let that one be. Uh, but it was fun. And the two games I played the most of while I was out was on the Switch. I decided to take my there, my, my them there Switch with me. Right, right, right. And uh, I played Goner, um, which uh, my internet there was spotty, so I didn't play, I didn't get to play much Splatoon 2. I tried, right. but I couldn't really get it going. So I played this game called Goner. It's 10 bucks, and it's in the Switch store as well as Steam. It's on Steam as well, and it may be on PSN and Xbox. I don't know. But uh, anyway, it's this weird little roguelike game, and you know I like those games, like random generated levels, run around and shoot shit until you die, and when you do, you you start over with a new random deal, but you might have saved some stats and things that help you further down the road. You know, Rogue Legacy style stuff. And uh, I love that. Love that game type. Love that sort of game. I'm always playing these. Red uh, Dead Cells is my probably my current favorite of this on, on PC, and I kind of wish that was on on Switch as well. But anyway, this thing's called Goner. What makes it unique, uh, because outside of what I'm going to explain to you, it's kind of just your standard roguelike side-scrolling You know, go as far as you can and don't try not to die kind of game.
1: It looks like Super Meat Boy.
0: It's weird. So the character is like this amorphous little blue blob thing. Mm. And he when you start, they don't explain any of this to you. You live in a world where everyone just makes weird sounds and grunts and stuff. There's no like there's no text. There's no it doesn't tell you what to do. (laughs) You have to kind of learn. And so the first thing you do, this is your,
1: this is your life now.
0: Yeah, totally. This is my life. This is me as I get older, by the way, no one tells (laughs) me what's going on. So I'm going, you go into this uh, graveyard area. There's like a floating death man there and he gives Mm. you a skull and the skull gives you life hearts, basically how many times you get hit before you die. And, uh, he gives you that. And then you pick up this little bladder thing and that's like your reload mechanism, which is super (laughs) weird. I know but you use it to reload your weapon and then you pick a weapon and they just look like little squares and rectangles. They don't look like anything special, but when you pick them up and try them, you see, Oh, this one's like a shotgun or this one's like a, you know, more like a machine gun. And now you've got your weapons. You've got your, your skull head that gives you the the life bars and you've got your reload bladder and you jump into these worlds filled with all these strange creatures that don't have any, you know, there's no reference point for them. They're just these weird, strange creatures you bounce on their heads to kill them, or shoot them. You can only shoot left or right, uh, and oh. you can jump, uh, do like mid-air jumps and get higher. You can climb up walls by jumping against it, kind of Mario style. And you just clear these levels. When you're done, you jump into the mouth of a giant worm creature, and it takes you to the next level. And oh, sure, this sure. is—I know this all sounds real normal, right? <laughs> It's a strange game, visually very weird and very fun to watch. And it feels great. Nice, tight controls. Um, it's difficult, but not impossible. Uh, it, is, it is exactly the kind of itch scratch I needed for my, my mobile my mobile take it on the road kind of roguelike experience. And I am going to highly recommend Goner on the platforms that I currently know they're on. It's on Steam. It's on uh, Switch. Probably the other two consoles I just didn't check. But it's great. If you like that kind of game and you want something a little off the wall and, and weird and cheap, 10 bucks, nothing. Yeah, uh, I spit on my wish list because uh, I can't
1: decide between that and about three other $10 games. So yeah, I want it to alert me the next time it goes on sale.
0: Surely that will happen. It came out this year. I don't know how long ago, but it's right. nifty. Pretty cool. Neat. Cool art style. Neat. We- weird interstitial painting things that are supposed to tell this story. I don't know what the hell's going on though. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but that's okay. I've enjoyed learning as I went, especially the reload mechanic, because I'm like, I need a way to reload. Because once I'm out of bullets, I got no bullets. Right. And then I was like, well, what's this this freaking testicle sack on the ground? Let me try that. <laughs> sure enough, now I can you reload. Know, it's great.
1: We're we're not as limited as limited as we were at one point in time. So why limit ourselves to left and right shooting only? What about my 45 degree angle?
0: Well, okay. So I'm glad you brought that up. I had a similar feeling when I got in, like, like, is this, is this going to be like a true dual stick shooter? and kind of, you know, commando style all around me. Right. Actually, right. commando style means something else, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Get to the chopper. <laughs> or not wearing underwear or something, I think. Going right. Commando. Right. Anyway, uh, but it works. It's not, it, it's the once you play it, you realize, Oh, okay. Well, this is more like, I'm trying to think we get a compare it to. It's like, uh, Oh, there's a million platformers that are like this, but even Mario where you get the, like the, the fire flower and can only shoot, you know, forward or whatever. It's, it just plays like that and it's totally right, fine. Right. There's no problem with it. Like all of the enemies you can get to, or they'll come to you. So it's not like you can't get to them. If you can't shoot up, for example, they'll come down to you because they right, are, right, they're right. always trying to kill you. Um when you oh, here's the other part I can't figure out, so when you kill enough stuff and get it to enough levels, you start to reveal these little blue cube rune looking things, and then you collect those, and at the end, I think I've got it figured out at the end of your run, when you're dead and you go see the ghost man again, the death man, you can spend those those uh those runes Token. on weapon upgrades or like a better. Uh, a better hat with more lives in it, st- stuff like that. I think right. that's what that currency is. So if you die before you get to him, though, you've wasted. You know, you've wasted him. You want to try to stay in there as long as you can. So it's difficult, and there are moments where there is so much shite going on on screen at once, you feel you feel like you're going to die just all the time. But it's not. It's also kind of got a zen quality to it. I really dig it. I, I can't say enough about it. So. If, you've, if you're listening to this going, oh, Scott, I've, I've almost always agreed with your recommendations. This is definitely a, a good one, in my opinion. I think this one's really strong. So do check it out. Also, I got two wireless Nintendo Switch Pro controllers oh, to, to work with my uh, MacBook. Oh. Here's the cool thing. In the past, Pro controllers, as well as other controllers, uh, generally speaking, don't always just Bluetooth up. You know, sometimes it's just tricky. You need a dongle or there's like some proprietary bullshit going on or whatever. It turns out these latest pro controllers are just straight up Bluetooth devices. Thank
1: you. And
0: the same, by the way, with the two uh, Joy-Cons that you pull off the side of the switch. Those also can just be synced up. Right. And they automatically map to where you want them to map and do everything you want them to do. So we fired up a bunch of Steam, uh, Steam stuff on a ultra thin 12 inch macbook that's not meant to really play games but it totally did fine and we played pro evolution or no uh soccer something soccer cup 2017 two more one-on-one with two pro controllers wirelessly no you know no issues totally no latency it was awesome cannot say enough about that experience that was great that is great. That yeah. is How much are the
1: pro controllers now? Are they like uh 60,
0: 70, yeah, what are they 60 bucks I think, 59 I right, paid, right. I believe. I think they were absolutely worth getting if you're into your Switch at all. Um I not that the, you know, default controllers aren't fine, but I when I get on a TV or something, I want to go to town. I want that thing to feel a little sturdier than those little Joy-Cons oh, tend yeah. to feel. They're they're perfectly suited for the portable way you use that device, but I much 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 prefer prefer them. Not just cuz you know, it's not they—they they do exactly the same thing, um, motion and rumble and everything. It's just there's they're meaty and they feel like I can really push on those sticks without feeling like I'm going to bust something. Uh, right. That's so anyway.
1: It's good. That, I don't have a I don't have a switch. Yeah. Wanting
0: to get a switch, can't find one under
1: four hundred dollars right now. Of course. Yeah. Uh, but I'm with you. I've always been a little wary ever since I saw it about the little Joy Cons. I'm like, I have I have very
0: big hands. Yeah. You do have big hands, and I do too. Yeah. And they tend to, um, again, when they're not when you when you hook it up to the little plastic controller maker thing that this thing comes with, mm-hmm. it feels like they're just a little weak. Little and weak. I'm I'm not saying they are because I haven't actually broken it, so I don't know if they're weak. It could just be an impression of mine. But the pro controllers are like big, beefy mother effers. Yeah, I and like the way they look, and they're solid state and just feel real good, like nice. I mean they're a little Yikes. expensive, but I think they're I think they're nice. Anyway,
1: no 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 look 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 a decent controller is going to set you back fifty dollars.
0: Okay, across the board, decent. this is ten more than like a PS4 or like a 360 or a Xbox One controller. Right. So you know you could say, well, why is it more? Well, I think part of the reason it's more Ami- is because Nintendo Ami-Boo. charges it charges more, and also it does have NFC on it, so it has. Right. If you have an amiibo and you hold it near the controller, it works um also it has that rumble the new rumble in there that's like super high fidelity rumble that the little joy cons have so there's a lot more in there i think it's worth the extra 10 and now that i know i can just straight up bluetooth those up to just about anything you know what i haven't tried it on i haven't tried it on a phone or a tablet i should try that Ooh, yeah but it's, i know
1: uh, the android always ends up frustrating me there huh, but i mean yeah, android's excited. got issues but
0: it's ios is pretty good about controllers the MiFi stuff or not MyFi, uh How's it going? Uh, some, some okay. Anyway, the good. controllers set up on those things are pretty easy. I don't know if this is the same as that, though, and if it'll map properly. So I'll give that a, sh- a shot. But I can tell you right now, PC, Mac, freaking seamless, easy, piece of cake, push the sync button, boom, suddenly there are two controllers on my computer running wirelessly, high speed with everything I need. It's great.
1: Yeah, life is
0: good. Do you play anything since we last talked?
1: Uh, a few things. Let me start with saying I play Star Rogue because it was on sale on Steam for two ninety nine or something like that. I
0: did too. I don't like that game. I I, I don't re-
1: like it either. Why didn't you tell me it sucked?
0: Well, I didn't know until I got it. So I, I think I got it on the same sale you did. Because it was like, ooh, another roguelike. I like those. Ooh, it's in space. I like space.
1: Ooh. Looks like a dual stick shooter. Ooh, can't wait to play.
0: Yeah, it turns out it's not it's not it's not a good game. It's it's just it's not for it's me. Just, it's not for me.
1: It's not for me. Right, exactly. I, I wouldn't say it's not a good game, but I got very frustrated very quickly, and I just didn't... It was too much stop and go for me. I, I think I expected a more of a dual stick experience, and I wasn't getting it.
0: Didn't give it to you, no. Me neither. I was I was very sad. And a lot of people really like that game. It's got good reviews, and I yeah. think it appeals to a certain group, but I, I need something a little, with a little more pop for me, and that's just... It didn't do it for me. Pop, pop. So, yes. You'd- Starward Rogue, 2.99 was a pretty good deal, but I I refunded it. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. How long how long do you have for that? Well, you have 20, 24 hours, I think. Right. So, oh, like that. a little too far for well, that. It's oh, well, it's only 3 3 bucks, but I mean, and they'll do it with anything. So I could buy a $60 game, play mm-hmm. fr- play it for a half hour and go, I don't like this and they'll they'll do the refund. They always do. I should have. They've but good about
1: two, that. $2 and something. I'm okay. Yeah, also uh, based on I saw you mentioned that and also had seen you tweet out last week that you were uh, excited about the new Altos uh, game. And I was like, oh, I haven't played any of the Altos adventure because you mentioned it before. And I'm like, OK, let me check it out.
0: Yeah, they and, dude, that. Alto Al- Alto. The new one is Alto's Odyssey. It's not out yet. It's supposed to be any day now. Right, right. And it's set in the desert, which is badass. Uh, but this, yeah, this is like a snowboarding Zen-like chill out Altos Adventure thing that is one of my favorite. I won't call it. You know what? I'm not going to call it exactly a game. It's, it's more not. of a chill experience.
1: <laughs> I'm, like a, I'm like a rad lad. Uh, a rad lad, like, yeah. Just like you told me before the show. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> But yes, I played it and I tried to play it proper because I was like, well, let me get in and play this game proper. Oh, look, llamas. And now I'm going down a hill. And I'm like, this is frustrating because now it went to dark and I'm bumping into rocks and constantly yeah, you gotta crashing.
0: Be, you got to be careful in there. yeah. You
1: you do have to be careful there. And so I, I almost gave up on it. I said, you know what? I, I waited like a couple of days and came back. And then I noticed it said, hey, slide to the right for a Zen experience. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, OK. And when I got into the Zen mode where you don't die, you have infinite life. You can just keep going. It's the infinite, basically just, a you know an endless runner type which gets going downhill. I had fun. Yeah. It was very relaxing. The music is the music is amazing. It's a lot of fun. Uh totally worth the uh the free that I got it for, I think. Yeah, I think was on it Android free?
0: it's free um and it may right? have some some free to play stuff where you can pay money for things on iOS it's just straight up premium game, you don't pay. I mean you pay mm-hmm. like 2.99 and then you never there's nothing to buy ever. Um,
1: no no llamas to buy, no yeah. llama points or anything. For whatever
0: uh, for whatever reason they Decided to go an F F two P situation on Android with that mm-hmm. port, and I don't know why because I don't I don't think it needed it either way. But yeah, it's anyway. all right. But what I really played this week, I
1: was surprised. I saw this. Uh, okay, so you know I like to play Seven Days to Die, which is a a multiplayer. Uh, Survival game.
0: Yeah. Is that Just a PC deal life. or what?
1: It's the, what I play on the PC deal. Okay. The last day on earth <laughs> survival is a Android iOS deal. And you know, I've been playing on my remix OS. So oh, I got yeah, a laptop. Right? We talked about it last week, Got a laptop with touchscreen. And so it allows me to play uh, on my phone and then, I, you know, I save all my saves and then I hop on my remix OS. So I can get a little larger experience uh, I threw it up on the TV, and it's a lot of fun. Last Day on Earth, it's got me hooked. Mm. It is a really well balanced survival game, uh, and and I was having a lot of fun up until I was like, you know what, we're gonna need to talk about this in the boot show. So I started looking at the game developer, yeah, and it's made by Kiefer Sutherland. Sutherland, no, Kiefer, sweet, right, right, no, Kiefer, and it's uh, and so this is a Russian. Uh, production of house. oh there's your uh, problem of games, right? And so <laughs> now it's not a problem. And so actually, almost immediately, my gut reaction was like, "What? Yeah, this thing is spying upon me. I can just feel it. Yeah. And uh, and I almost uninstalled it. I'm like, "What am I? What am I talking about? Why am I? Why am I worried about? I like the Russian people. Oh well, the Russian dude, any- Russian
0: developers are awesome. They they may right. making some great. I mean, those Metro games are amazing. There's nothing wrong yes. with the Russians. They know what they're doing
1: absolutely they know what they're doing and uh i i don't know why i freaked out for just a second but I, I took it back i took it back and i said no i'm gonna keep playing this and so i'm having a lot of fun uh it's kind of like seven days to die light it's kind of like an arcade version of all those survival games mm-hmm. and uh i can't i i don't know what to say it's it's, it's uh it's free to play and you have to spend a little bit of rubies here and there and that what they do they Use rupees what they use
0: Rubies? Uh, rubles.
1: rubles oh is rubles. it actually you actually use rubles no everything is a very americanized <laughs> that you have awesome
0: That'd you have super no cool. clue
1: right you have no clue this is a uh, russian endeavor until you until you jump in huh. uh, and yeah and then then you start reading the language you're like that's not proper english yeah
0: who no, made I, this game it's listen those guys more and more russian developers are are doing some rad things the Russians, ask- the Polish, uh, my favorite developers, uh, they're all over the place now. It's no longer yeah. just, a, hey, Montreal, hey, Texas, what's going <laughs> on, California? It's like, hey, rest of the world. Do you have that paranoia,
1: uh, like on apps and stuff, where you just like, okay, it, like a couple places, like China and
0: Russia, I always instantly go, ooh, do I really want this? Uh, it depends. I mean, if it's a game, a if it's a game where like all the cover art is, oh, uh, they lifted that from World of Warcraft, but that's not a Warcraft right. game like those. I don't trust because then I can tell them there's just somebody's jerking people around. So um, it's not
1: location. I'm talking about location wise is, is there a location nah, in the
0: world that makes you uncomfortable? Not no? at all. Not with games. No, because 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 I mean, you know, do your homework. There's plenty of hackery garbage happening in parts of the world that. You know, like here in America, there's certain right. junkware, shovelware I'd never buy here. But to me, it's it's just, it just plays on old stereotypes. I don't, right, it's not right. like, oh, well, everything that comes out of Mother Russia must be some kind of spyware. <laughs> I, I understand the stereotype, but I think that's just us being raised in the 80s. Exactly. Yeah. And
1: that's what I kept struggling with because I was like, you know, I was like, why am I so. Knee jerk reaction towards that. I mean, whenever they send me the emails for Russian brides, I'm always like, "Yeah, yeah. you know, those ladies are attractive. They look like <laughs> attractive ladies." Because they and pounded
0: I, this into you for decades, and, and, right. it's, and it took hold. And so now you have a. I wouldn't call it a prejudice, but you have this thing in you that I I certainly have occasionally, where it's just this knee jerk, like, "Oh, oh, really?" Mm. It's like telling <laughs> your, it's like telling your grandpa who fought in, uh, you know, the in the freaking World War II. It's like saying, "Hey, guess what? Uh I'm going to Japan, I'm watching anime all afternoon." He, they don't get it. <laughs> They're just like, "What? Japan? They're the enemy." Like they don't It's it's a time thing. That's what I it, think. It has to be. Did did we have such a stroke about the Rubik's Cube or Tetris back in the
1: day? No, I mean, we that didn't was care. right during the middle of the Cold War. Was, I don't remember any
0: No, there hysteria. wasn't there wasn't any hysteria. I think what that was is that just Well, first of all, it was pu- the first Tetris game anyone saw was published by Nintendo, and so that automatically right, had, right. you know, whatever that cachet was, but But I think the reason that stuff happened and and got through is because we saw that as, oh, there's a connection to real people. Like that's some smart dude making a rad thing, and we can all play with it. It's got nothing to do with politics. So then I think as kids especially, we were like, yeah, stick it to the governments, man. We got people making (laughs) Rubik's cubes. This is cool. And then, you know, as time went on, we got older and more cranky about this sort of stuff, and now it freaks us out a little bit.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, good. I'm glad I'm... Not I don't think shady. you're the only person. I think there okay, are okay. plenty
0: of people like you, and they all got a big grin on their face. <music> I also downloaded and, uh, and played Pyre in between family reunions, and this is the follow-up by Supergiant Games to their most recent games, which were ba- oh, was Bastion the first game mm-hmm, that did mm-hmm. which was what 2012
1: 2013 wow it's so it's been it's around
0: forever been a while now um, amazing game their follow up was called oh shoot what was that one called little bastion electro <laughs> electro laser man
1: nope electro no uh, it was uh rights uh, no what nope. uh, no you're, well uh, nope. what was
0: it super giant games oh my brain people at home are going oh, they're yelling at their phones <laughs> hold on, games <laughs> they made a games? game called Transistor, there it is
1: oh, Transistor, yeah, I picked that up yeah, Transistor's a good time. game yeah.
0: their newest is called Pyre and it is freaking weird and I mean that <laughs> in the best possible way to say it so, the art is incredible, you know what it reminds me of, have you read Saga at all? Um, yes, the Comic the Banner Saga? Yeah. Or? No, 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 just Saga straight up Saga, the, the oh, comic yes. book
1: Oh, my goodness. Yes, of course.
0: Right, now, it's not her. It's not, uh, I can't think of her name. Uh, I can't think of names today. Anyway, so the it's artist. Not,
1: it's not Saga. It's not, and it's not Computer Face. It's just, uh, it's, not, it's definitely it's that not Ram, style. Ramhead.
0: It's definitely that style. And there's a lady with a, with a big giant goat head thing. So she kind of looks like Ramhead, <laughs> or whatever his name is. But anyway, it's got that style. And I love that style. Huge, huge fan of that. Very painterly and cool. And right. this game is weird. It's set in this fantasy world. Where people have magic and, you know, whatever, whatever. But everybody's illiterate. It is against the law of the land. And you will be killed if you are caught knowing how to read or reading anything. Um, It's how they keep everybody in check. If you don't Mm -hmm. know how to read, you're fine. Because you are not considered an enemy of the people. But if you read and are literate, you're in huge trouble. That's the premise. Um, Which is a strange premise, but that's fine. You're in this caravan of weirdos. You're traveling all over the place uh, to do adventures and things. And every once in a while, you have to do what's called a write. And there's lots of story in between all of this. Kind of RPG style where you choose your answer and then people react depending on your answer and things like that. Um, That's all handled really well. And their voices are super weird. They have these strange acts or strange languages they speak. And it's very Star Wars kind of um, that part of it. Um, Anyway, I
1: I peeked at the language and it's that mumbo jumbo like, yeah it's right? pretty
0: it's pretty weird well here's the thing the gameplay itself when you're actually playing the game proper these things called rights there's an announcer there are these two stone pyres that are on fire and then there are three of your best people on each team squaring off to fight and when i first saw screenshots i thought oh this is like jrpg style where i'm gonna you know heavy attack and then it would take a turn and then they would respond with a heel or whatever it was gonna right. be that kind of game nope It is a straight-up, like, soccer game is the best way I can explain it. You've got big guy, little guy, uh, medium-sized guy usually in your lineup, although you can mix all that up, but that's generally, you know, you have a nice mix of rock, paper, scissors going on there. And they've got abilities where they can shoot down opposing players. They disappear from the field of battle for a time. When you do that, that means you may have less people to defend against you getting your orb into the other team's pyre <laughs> i mean if it sounds like i'm describing a sport it's because it totally freaking feels it, like one it is i it, mean it, and it's a and which gets to the point of this the story here in a second but uh i gotta say i'm not that far in because i had to leave town but i'm super impressed with what i'm playing so far it is very very fun those rights or basically those soccer games. Uh, or basketball or hockey however you want to say it are really interesting they play out very interesting you can jump you can pass you can um you know lay down magic and cause all kinds of mayhem there's sprints and leaps and tosses and just weird stuff you do all in that really cool art style animation style it's really really pretty and music's really neat And the announcer's like your pyre has been attacked it's like this (laughs) almost like drunk game of thrones kind of guy Oh no, the right has begun. And uh so you so you do all this, and at the end of that, if you if you won or whatever, or even if you lose, some story plays out, you're back in your caravan, you're traveling, there's other story, you, you meet up with new companions, um, try to collect all of them. They it's kind of RPG-ish as well, because you get XP and then you unlock abilities and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, really neat so far. Way more to play to to kind of get my head around it. But some have complained there has been no multiplayer. Like, what the hell? Zero multiplayer available. And now they are telling us why. They say it's a good reason. Brian, would you like to hear the reason?
1: Please do. Do tell me why you will not give me what I want.
0: The heart of Pyre, the new role-playing game from Indie Studio Supergiant Games, is basketball-esque combat in which two teams try to dunk around an object in each other's, well, Pyre, known as the rights, I already explained all this. Uh, let's see. Uh, these battles can be played outside of the campaign in versus mode, in which you can take on another person or AI. But while online uh, is the way most games go these days, Pyre's versus mode is a throwback, meaning couch co- or couch, and that's it. Cool. So, so you and I are on the on the on the couch. You you're fighting against each other. Great. That's a good time. Uh, people are complaining. They think that's a bummer. They think the game should be online play, and I kind of agree. I think it'd be really good. But here's what they right. said uh they say it's not necessarily difficult to do at all but it's incredibly difficult to do it well large studios with giant staffs can simply throw manpower at that job but for a small indie team like us the pyre credits just 12 people total in the studio used to be just three so they're growing uh it's a very daunting task especially when you consider that that company uh self-published the game we strongly believe that a high-quality online multiplayer experience needs to be the central focus of a game's development in order to, to meet today's standards, they said Agreed. in the FAQ. So basically their answer is, do you want crappy, th- mushed-together, not well-handled multiplayer, or do you want uh, the game you know, overall to be a good polished experience? I think right. I, I understand where they're coming from. However, they've created something that definitely would be rad online. So, so
1: part two, Pirate 2.
0: Yeah, or, or you know, imagine a, an update later or a sequel even. Or a
1: standalone
0: game. Sure.
1: Or, you know, there's sure, lots sure. of
0: options. You don't have
1: to. Yeah, I, I think there's a difference between making a wish list for a game and beating somebody up because they don't give you their the wish list. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, I agree. I don't think that's mm-hmm. fair. Just take the thing you got. It was. It's also cheap. It's like 19 bucks. Uh, it's a really, really nifty I think it's on sale
1: game. right now. Is it on sale for $9? Wait a minute. I I, I, I don't think so, I, is it? I, I don't remember. Let me look. Can't be. We uh, just I launched
0: lied. the thing. Yeah, that's got to be
1: so uh, No, I lied. It should be $19.
0: 19 right? I right,
1: so. I think you're right. I yeah. think it's 1999.
0: I think I think the game is really a cool little piece of work, and it's available on everything, and uh, well, except for Switch and Vita. But and your microwave, and everything except uh, for the Switch and your microwave. Oh, I just this funny. You brought up microwave. We had some people at the family reunion that refused to have a microwave, <laughs> and I thought that was a little odd. Yeah, I was like, well, really? And they're like, yeah, no, I we don't. We're gonna those are gonna kill you. And I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, really? I'm and I sat there next to an 86 year old who turned 86 yesterday. Right, and I said, I said, hey John, have, how long have you had a microwave? Ever since they were invented.
1: What Back year? Back when they were really dangerous.
0: Yeah, when <laughs> what year was that? Like 1968. You could hear those things humming across the street. <laughs> and uh, I said, how are you feeling? Good. I'm pl- I'm good. I'm 86 today. So my thinking is they are a little too worried about nothing. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I really like. They're super nice, but. Oh, don't get
1: me wrong. I mean, there was a time in my life where I used to, you know, if you stood in front of the microwave, you'd cover your crotch. I mean.
0: Yeah. I mean, part of me wonders even still today, but I need to heat up my rice quickly. I don't need to wait around on a stove to do it for me. Yeah. I don't think that's how microwaves work. No. Exactly. (laughs) Look it up. Google it. Well, I've got some PC specs for you if you're going to be playing uh, Destiny Two on the place or er, on the uh, personal computer. There, uh, Windows gamers will be able to try Destiny 2's beta for four days. That starts on the 28th of August. We are almost in August. In fact, so if you two if days you away, just,
1: yeah, next month.
0: Yep, crazy, right? So you got a whole month wait. Uh, Bungie will open to, uh, open up the beta to all PC gamers on August 29th, and it will run until August 31st. Uh, this is all going to be running through the Blizzard. Launcher, remember that? That's a thing. Oh, yeah. And I have specs for the PC hardware recommendations, so I'm going to give them to you. Here are the recommended specs, and then I'll give you the minimum specs. Right. CPU, Intel Core i5-2400 or AMD Ryzen R5-1600X. Those are your base CPUs. GPU, they want you to have an uh, NVIDIA GeForce GTX 970 or an AMD Radeon R9-390. Now, I would... Say, that's pretty high. 970s yeah. are not even a year old. Uh, so that's a that's a high deal there. But uh, well, that's recommended. Recommended, yeah. RAM, they want you to have 8 gig. Minimum specs. Core i3-3250 or an AMD. Gonna run like a butthole. Yeah, well, An FX4350 from AMD would work. Uh, GPU, the lowest end they want you to go is a 660 2 gigabyte card and an AMD Radeon 2 gigabyte 78, 7850, which tells me 2 gig is your minimum on G, uh, GPU, and right then for right. RAM six gigs, so only two gig less than the record. Oh uh, man,
1: but that would be I can just hear that, and that just sounds painful.
0: Yeah, it's a little rough. Um, it's going to run at 4K natively, sixty frames per second. It's going to look real good. Support uh, frame rates up to 144 frames per second. So if you got yourself a brand new beefy rig, you should be fine. If you're worried about it, maybe just play. <laughs> well, it on come the on console. in, people. Look at my beefy
1: rig. It's, uh, <laughs> I paid, I paid way too much for it,
0: and uh, you. <laughs> Y'all, y'all want to check out my beefy rig? <laughs> I want to. I,
1: I, I want the new Alienware
0: beefy rig,
1: or whatever whoever makes it. Yeah, I, you think it'll I'm be uh, who
0: would make a who would make a computer called the beefy rig?
1: <laughs> I don't know. it sounds like a crossover with uh, some Slim Jims and maybe a Dell. Yeah, I don't
0: know, but yeah. dude, dude, gotta dude, get a beefy right, rig. Dude, you're getting a beefy rig. Yeah, it sounds all right. That sounds like somebody you'd order it like a Texas Roadhouse. Give me the beefy rig. (laughs) Mm. How hungry are you, honey? How about that beefy rig? Mm. Oh, yeah. In a not totally unexpected turn of events, uh, Night Trap, for the Sega CD originally, is making a return in August. Uh, this is the no- notorious 1990s FMV game. It will be coming to PlayStation 4 and Steam in August. Publisher Screaming Villains announced that a physical copy of the 25th anniversary <laughs> re-release hits PS4 first on August 11th, followed by a digital version on both the console and the PC. That'll be August 15th, their brother's birthday. Oh. Uh, physical version comes with a uh, from Limited Run Games whatever that means, with cover art that takes after the original Sega CD release, both standard and collector's editions, uh, listed as coming soon on the retailer's website. They don't get into whether or not Dana Plato is still in this thing. I assume she is.
1: Yeah, because otherwise you'd replace it. Now, for those who don't know, back in the day, she drunk herself to death or drugged drugged herself to death? I think it was a drug
0: overdose, I think.
1: Right, I think it was a drug overdose as well. Uh, But yeah, look her up. And it was a big thing for us back in the day, but... Yeah, she was on different
0: strokes. She was... um, she was the different sister strokes. on Different Strokes, and after Different Strokes, she didn't really go on to much, but Night Trap was this one weird moment. She was kind of the star of that thing. The video itself was real crappy, so I assume they're taking master copies and reformatting <laughs> that stuff. They sure better, dude, because whoo. Uh, Xbox One it's- version is in the works, by the way, but they don't have a date for it. So. Right. Right. If you're feeling if you're feeling left out, um, but there's some new features coming to all the platforms like behind the scenes documentary, deleted scenes and theater mode, along with the same classic cutscenes scenes that have won over B-movie fans for the past two decades, says mm-hmm. Polygon. Oh, I don't cult. know that it's won anyone over in the last two decades. <laughs> Come on. Cult, maybe. Cult classic. Everybody loves it. Everyone loves a good cult classic, you know, not Coke wow. classic. Cult. Cult. Classic. Coke
1: classic is what you're drinking now because they got of really new Coke.
0: Do you ever have that? Uh, do you ever do you ever actually have that thing where you ask for Coke and they say, is Pepsi okay? Have you ever had that happen to you?
1: Absolutely. All the time. Actually, no, because I don't usually ask for Coke. I usually ask for like Sprite and they go, all oh, we have is 7-Up or Sierra Mist or your clear liquid.
0: Uh, yeah. Whatever goo they have. Right. I like me some, uh, I like me some, uh, some, uh, what did you just say? You said, oh, I like me some See- Pepsi. I like Pepsi. Pe- I, like that Pepsi. That Pepsi tastes good. I think I actually prefer Pepsi. I'll take a Pepsi with my big rig, please. Can I have the Pepsi, the big rig, and some french fried titers? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. All right, here's this. So another game I played a little bit on my tablet while out of town was The Elder Scrolls Legends. It's uh, It's kind of their Hearthstone competitor. That came out eh, six months ago, something like that. Yeah, I played it on the PC, on the Steam a little bit. Yeah, it was a little bit. I mean, it was first on Steam, then on iPad, and I think maybe Android tablets, and now it's on everything. Uh, Phones, whatever. So uh, get that going if you're interested. I really like this game. It's got two lanes, which makes it interesting. (laughs) Single-player stuff is awesome. It feels truly free to play in that I don't feel like I can pay to win. Uh, I feel like I could just play this thing and, and enjoy myself. It's also kind of nice playing a competitive card game where I don't feel like it's that competitive compared to, say, Hearthstone. Hearthstone's popularity has led it to be—if you don't know what you're doing—everyone treats you like shit, which yeah, I kind of hate. That, hate hate you. that. so yeah. this is just fun to play. I like the Elder Scrolls as a as a world and uh, at a place to be. So I'm down with that. I think graphically it's really nice and uh it's good i think people should try that game out but anyway it's out now on all of it it originally just came out in let's see was it march yeah march on pc they had a big beta then they got the ipad version uh kind of differentiates itself from the others in the genre which include hearthstone certainly by having multiple lanes yeah that's the thing i like is the, the two lanes it's a little like magic the gathering sort of uh i i would uh well it depends there's weird variants like in the single player sometimes there's one lane sometimes there's two lanes sometimes one lane's bigger than the other lane like they really play <laughs> with that idea but in just like straight head-to-head combat it's a two-lane affair and if i've got cards on the left lane and you have cards i want to kill on the right lane i can't cross over and kill those sometimes you have to have cards that do it well right? special cards set. that'll do it yeah yeah special cards yeah yeah or abilities that your character or hero has or whatever but I can't just take a 2-1 and move him over there to kill your guy. So I have to be strategic about what lane I'm putting what into. And that's fun in its own weird way. Uh, it is. Way. Uh, anyway, Bethesda built the game with the help of Paul Denon. This is the creative director at Direwolf Digital. You may have heard Paul that name. Paul Denon. <laughs> They're, uh, that dude's name is known because they have another. They have a whole other CCG out on the market right now called... Uh, let's say Eternal. Have you seen Eternal oh yes i have seen eternal also good also quite good um anyway it's real good and if you guys want to uh check it out i recommend it and it's out now and it's good on phone i was surprised about how much i liked it on phone i was worried about it i thought well this is going to be dumb on phone but it's not it's not dumb (laughs) on phone it's great on phone it turns out oh one final note here ubisoft's planning to lower the price for mario slash uh, mario plus Rabbids kingdom battle before launch what does that mean though Like, how much? 49 instead of 59? That's what I'm hoping.
1: Yeah, it's a $10 reduction. So, only days before the launch.
0: That always worries me. Am I reading too much into it? No. No. Maybe. Everybody I talked to who played it at E3 loved it. So, I'm not worried. worried. That thing got Best Game of Show by a bunch of news sources and stuff people really dig it so i'm, I'm not I, gonna let this get to me too much
1: i th- I'm, I'm gonna try not to as well but i'm i'm curious it's like length of gameplay i'm curious if that's why because mm. yes i have seen lots of good people you know lots of good things about the gameplay itself but are, are they discovering that oh it's only like three hours worth of fun we better knock this down ten dollars yeah
0: maybe i mean it's I entirely know. possible i don't know i was a little surprised by it because i think they they're riding on some really goodwill from E3, and I think they could probably get away with the, the 59, but maybe this is then... I mean, very well could be that there's not... just not quite enough content to justify the higher price. Right. And if that's the case, this is... you know, gamers have less to complain about. So, we shall see. It says, the price drop will be affected before launch. Uh, this would come as a surprise as the uh, game is due for the Switch in less than a month. And a price, mm-hmm. lo- a price drop this close to launch date is uh, kind of unheard of. Uh, so nobody knows why, it this is happening, and this um, is still rumor at this point. Yeah, it's still rumor. Yeah, that's the other thing. Right, but right. It, but it seems like it's it's kind of corroborated. Uh, August 29th, by the way, is your big day for this. So mm-hmm. uh, I am looking. I'll be in California, but I am looking for for to getting it. You to get for it. to getting it. to it. Everybody. <laughs> oh, wrong thing. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for emails. They come to us at boopshow@gmail.com, boopshow@gmail.com. gmail.com. Boopshow at gmail.com. We got one from Adam from Saratoga Springs, Utah. I have been there. I used to Utah. live near there, actually. He says this. Xbox One X is for marketing and making the impression that Xbox is for hardcore gamers. <laughs> and as a PC player, I'm very happy. I can play Xbox games on my PC. Boop. Says Adam. Boop. Uh, he sent a much longer email kind of describing what he means, but... He thinks that Xbox One X is way more about the impression of what that is and less about them selling a ton of them. Right. Um, because they, Microsoft needs to continue to establish the idea that they are a big player in hardcore core gaming. Yes. And if they can do that, then it doesn't kind of matter how many they sell because PC players will be happy. There'll be more crossover there. PC players will, won't look down on Xbox players like the way they used to potentially. I, I I mean it's it's a theory. I don't know if I totally adhere to it, but it's an interesting theory. What do you it's think? It's a good it's a good general
1: statement, and I think I for the most part agree. I don't think uh from day one, I didn't think they were gonna try to sell a ton of these. It was just to answer to the to those few that were like, hey, give us something. Give yeah. us a bone. We need yeah. some hard we need something that we can have some cred Yeah. Give us a hard bone, you were saying. Give us a hard
0: bone and a meaty rig what was it meat rig what was it beefy rig Me- beefy rig beefy rig although meaty rig's not bad <laughs> that's not bad um, i agree uh adam and saratoga i think you're probably onto something i mean who knows for sure obviously they would love it if they sold billions of these so it's not like they're intending to not sell a ton of them but i think that uh well this is going to be interesting to see how quickly those things move off the shelves this coming holiday Right also, away, yeah. lots of lots of I had lots of sales the first week, then Yeah, then a big then a big plopper pooper. Nobody wants a plopper pooper, I can tell you that. Nope. Uh, nope. if you'd like to send your own email in with your comments or thoughts or questions, boop at gmail.com is the place to do it. You can find us on the web at frogpants.com slash boop on Twitter, boopshow, Show, the Brian Dunaway, Scott Johnson. All three of those names are real. You can use them and check them out and read what they have to say. You can also support this show and others like it on the Frog Pants Network at Patreon.com slash frogpants You can also buy stuff in the store, and there's other ways to be a part of that. Also, for those who are wondering if we have a Reddit group, we totally do. Not Reddit. Uh, we have Reddit. We also have Discord. So, the Discord people, if you want to get in, it's free. There's nothing you have to do special. You just get in. Go over to FrogPants.com slash Discord, and you'll find a link. Boom, you're in. Invited, um, done. If you're already in, great. It's good to see you there. Hang out, talk, chat, whatever. Uh, and we are on Reddit as well. We get lots of cool article recommendations in there, so do check that out. That's boopshow.reddit.com. Brian, anything else I'm missing? Uh, that was it. Let's play some games this week. Let's go play some games, everybody. Have a great week. And uh, we'll be back next week with more. Also still doing that Wednesday uh, uh, kind of compilation thing from all the Video Games Daily episodes. So keep expecting those, except this last Wednesday when I was out of town and I didn't do it, okay? Maybe <laughs> I'll expect put one. Uh, maybe I'll put it at the end of this. Eh, no, that's a stupid idea. I'm going to save them till next Wednesday. That's what I'm going to do. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.
1: Look at my beefy rig.
0: Beefy rig.
1: Look at it.
0: Taste it. It's so
1: meaty. (laughs)